Good morning, everyone. <clears throat> it is Monday. I'm George Watkins, and I'm glad to see you on this glorious week we have before us. No, I am not <laughs> losing my voice. It just shifted an octave or two, dealing with something, but perfectly feeling up and ready to go. Hallelujah. Well, this is Monday, and I want to talk about placement and timing. Placement and timing. Before we do, thank you for subscribing. Thank you for liking and all the other things you do on the Internet that makes it possible for us to go out further by sharing and so forth. I appreciate each one of you. And every once in a while, a new person will put their name in, and I'll, I'll remember you in prayer. I really appreciate that. All right. The Christmas cactus. I stood next to our grand piano yesterday, last night sometime, and uh, began to notice the delicate flowers that were beginning to bloom. Now, a Christmas cactus, if you didn't know this, blooms once a year at Christmas. They also have an Easter cactus and, a th and a, I think a Thanksgiving cactus. But we have a Christmas cactus. I inherited it from <clears throat> a cut from my mother's Christmas cactus that she had in her house for years. They're kind of generational. They keep being passed around. So it sits somewhat in the basement area. You know, we have a daylight basement. But we bring it up for this one blessed time when it blooms. So I noticed the delicate flowers that were starting to grow. And I took a few more moments and looked up and saw the strong stalks that were holding it. And the Spirit of the Lord said, you could change the name of this to the, to the Esther cactus. And then I remembered Esther's story where she was discovered the king wanted the most beautiful girl in the nation. They found Esther, and she happened to be a Jewish girl. And they took one year to prepare her to be presented to the king. I thought of this cactus. It takes a year for it to come around again and be beautiful, and those wonderful, gorgeous little blooms come out. And everybody says, oh, how many do we have this year? And we count them. Well, those stalks then that are stronger hold up the little delicate ones. And I thought, there's the saints of God. The saints of God that are holding up the young ones that are just growing in Christ. Then I thought of placement and timing. God places us, <clears throat> and the timing is, in, is important, and it's always perfect. Mo most of us don't bloom all the time. Most of us don't see the great crescendos of spiritual sensitivity or revelation. We're not always winning the souls, winning someone to the Lord every time we go to the grocery store. We don't always have a current testimony of divine healing. But I tell you what, when 
we do. It's the timing of the Lord, and it's beautiful. You're in the right place at the right time with the right stuff. I believe that's an important knowledge and uh, understanding to have. If we don't have that, if we don't understand that God has placed us to bloom where we are, and some of us only bloom occasionally, or as this Christmas cactus <laughs> does once a year. I've often said about the state of Michigan, it's called the land of a thousand lakes. They tell, they tell me you can go across the entire state on, with a canoe if you don't mind carrying that canoe once in a while. And so it is with our spiritual life. There's times in my own life that I'm very sensitive. I'm hearing things. I'm catching stuff. God's speaking to me about current events and about the, the moment I'm in. And then there's other times I'm wondering, <laughs> Lord, where'd you go? And the Lord says, I have moved. We're just in a silent, a quiet time, a meditative time, a time where we begin to reflect on who God is and what he's done for us. I was thinking about King David as I was listening to some things this last week on how God put him in the, in, with the sheep. He was the youngest and the smallest of all the brothers. And so they sent him out into the wilder, you know, the wilderness or the, um, the empty space where the sheep grazed. And he slept with them at night, brought them into a little enclosure and protected them from the bear and the lion. But he had time to meditate and had time to spend God, time with God. I wonder, and I'm in the same generation you're in. <laughs> I should say the same society you're in. I wonder if that cell phone we have, if that computer we have, if that constant ability to feed noise in with even music, Music is important, but if we're always pumping something into our mind and into our emotions and into our soul, how can God ever speak to us? Yesterday, I was, last week, I spoke on dreams. And <clears throat> dreams, seem, the importance of dreams seems to be that it's the first time all day we've stopped <laughs> talking or thinking and God has a time to speak to our spirit the scripture says in the Psalms be still and know that I am God and then the Psalms talks about the green meadow the quiet brook laying you know laying laying there and being quiet like like the sheep would as they as they lay down the cow chews the grass, eats the grass, and then goes, lays in the shade and chews the cud. They spit up into their next stomach and they chew it again. And you'll see a cow in the afternoons after they've grazed for most of the morning. And they're over there just crunching away. And you wonder, what are they eating? They're re-eating the food they ate in the morning. It's called meditation. God places us sometimes in quiet spots to meditate so we can hear his voice again. So I encourage you today, like the Christmas cactus, 
There are the tender ones that hang out and they're the ones that sometimes get a lot of the attention. And especially in the uh, gifts of the spirit where they're the ones out there and we're saying, ooh, look at that. They sing, they prophesy, they teach, they can preach. And yet it's the old stocks, the seniors that hold the boat, you know, hold the, hold the reins, hold the strength. And they're the ones that support the young ones out there. So I pass that on to you on this Monday as we head into this new week. That if you're feeling like, well, maybe God forgot me or when, when am I ever going to have that moment of glory or at least anointing. My, my recommendation and my own experience is those are the times you put your face in the face of God. Those are the times you spend time in the quiet moments, the closet, as the scripture calls it, where you go in and find his presence. And I'll tell you, you'll, you'll remember and you'll have more impact in those quiet times than you will in the crowd when you're giving out that great message or when you're you know, doing some spiritual exploit, when you find the face of God and the spirit of Christ begins to uh, become so real that you, uh, you will say, I didn't know it was this real. I didn't know it was like this. I didn't know that God could be this personal. That's more important and more wonderful than you'll ever imagine when it, when you experience that. So I encourage you today, <clears throat> you esters that seem to be cut off or at least hidden, <clears throat> you young plants that are getting ready to bloom again, and you old stocks that are holding up, you know, the pillars in the church, as they call them. I've been to so many churches, I can't really remember them all anymore. I've got notes somewhere. But everyone I've been into, there was always someone that was holding, was the pillar or several pillars. And if, I've, if I was there very long, I would be able to pick them out or at least know who they were, they were somewhere. They, they were in some form. Because the old stock, the seniors, the prayer warriors, the ones you never hear from, from the pulpit, but they're praying, they're standing, they're supporting, and they're encouraging others to go forward. So whatever category you're in today, be encouraged on this Monday morning as we enter into our Christmas month. We made it through Thanksgiving. We'll make it through Christmas also. Hallelujah. Well, I love you all. And I thank God for each of you. I thank God for your prayers that you send my way. I thank God for your encouraging words. Don't forget, if you haven't subscribed to the uh, YouTube or like us on Facebook, do so. It'll help us. And also, we're on a couple other channels. You can find that in the notes below. Hallelujah. And thank you for your support both financial and in prayer. Until tomorrow morning, we will see you then. Until then, keep on blooming.